I'm Tommy Beardmore. I'm Adam DiCarlo. And welcome to Before the Break, a podcast for actors by actors. Brought to you by Book It. Today's guest, as you can hear, is a powerhouse Broadway singer and actress. She made her New York City debut playing Tracy Turnblad in the Broadway production of Hairspray directly out of high school. Most recently, she performed in the national tour of Les Mis. She's a Texas native and one incredible talent. Please welcome Mac award-winning singer, Michelle Dowdy. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome, welcome, welcome. Hello. Hi, Michelle. Hi, babes. Where in the world are you? You're in New York, right? I'm in New York. We're back, baby. How you doing? Great. I feel like, you know, as soon as we got back, uh, it was like, jump into the deep end. The city's back. You're going to do gigs. You're going to do this. And I was like, okay. So it's been uh, pretty busy. (laughs) Can't complain. And are you ready? Like, COVID was not something I thrived, like, Personally, I loved turning everything off. I loved going back home. I loved stopping everything and just restarting. But my muscle and my machine is is probably not so ready. How do you feel? How 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 are your vocal cords? How do you how's your acting chops? Were you active during COVID? Oh well, you know, I was I was pretty active during COVID Good. in like the sense I, I if I didn't have Jordan, my better half. Um, I'm sure that I would not have been as productive as at all, like at all. Um, so I thank God, thank God for him. Uh, cause I'm sure when lame is closed, I was like, um, I don't want to do anything. I feel lazy and unmotivated and great and sad. And he was very much like, Hey, let's do this. Hey, we should do like a weekly show. We should do that. And so because of that, we, did a lot of virtual concerts online. Uh, we wrote a we wrote a Christmas single. Um, really? Oh, great! I know. Uh, we did his musical uh, that was off Broadway in 2019. We did it uh, for kids. He created like a high school version that we did virtually with this great company in um, Boston called Break a Leg Theater Works, and uh, they were great. And I choreographed it, and it was crazy. Uh, so we were very busy, but I definitely think my, uh, my stamina is not up. Yet. <laughs> stamina is something it's like, it, that is like a muscle in and of itself. And like, yeah. I am tired just going up stairs and a one audition. Yeah. You're just like, wow, that was exhausting. I like call, I usually, I like I, my normal, my huge is I call my mom, like, as I leave the train and I'm like walking wherever I'm going. I'm like, oh, hey, girl, what's up? Blah, blah. I Every time I've called her now, like and when I've gotten on the, tra- on the train or off the train and then I'm walking somewhere, I'm always like, hey, mom. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I just, whew, I just <laughs> got Is someone train. chasing you? Right. She's like, are you okay? <laughs> and I'm like, no, mom, I'm just walking. <laughs> 
It's like just been a fucking not, pandemic. Yeah, it's I have not been walking anywhere. Uh, and your mom, your mom is in, is, is she in Texas? No, she's in Florida. Oh, she's in Florida, but you're from Texas. Right. Well, I was born in Texas. Got and you. I lived there for like three years. Then my parents got divorced and then we moved to Florida. Oh, what's happening? Can you Work email. Work email. Yeah, we got you. Oh, it does oh. that little thing where it pops to the corner. Oh, weird. No, yeah. like this whole thing just like opened up. The right? fucking interview is just start over, Adam. Start over. Jesus. over. Sorry, guys. Luckily, we have a really luckily. great guest today. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Well, but I've lived most of my life in uh, Florida. I got you. Okay. So, yeah. so when you, you, um, you were, you grew up in Florida and there is a little bit of, um, entertainment down there as opposed to say oh, Texas yeah. or Indiana or whatever, yeah, yeah. you know, with Disney and, and all that stuff happening down there as a kid, were you, um, were you into that stuff? Were you auditioning? And I, you know, I wasn't, uh, as a kid, I wasn't like booking it. Um, I was definitely doing it as much as I could anywhere I found it, I was doing it, but I wasn't doing anything like professional, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, as much as any kid could do in their hometown, yeah, right? Ex- yeah, exactly. Like I did a lot of youth theater. I went to a performing arts high school, um, which was pretty bougie. And uh, I mean, by bougie, I mean, like we didn't have any money, but we did, you know, we did lots of good theater. So Michelle knew, Michelle knew what she wanted to do early on. Yes. Very much so. Very much so. Like, and were you free. kind of like on the singer track? Did you want to do musical theater with like combining acting and singing? What was sort of your like, or were you still sort of just, I love performing and we're figuring it out? Well, I, uh, I think that I was pushed in the musical theater route only because I like grew up and loved uh, like old classical and MGM golden age musicals. Yeah. yeah. And I always, wa- I watched them over and over and over and it, like every one you could think of, I've seen um, my grandmother had them all on VHS in Texas. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I would go back every summer and I would do like theater with my grandmother in Texas. And I would do like rodeo with my grandpa. Um, <laughs> Well-rounded. Come on, Texas. Right. <laughs> Come on, barrel racing. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I, I think from a very early age, I was like, oh, well, I'm looking at, you know, all of the, when you think about powerhouse women of that time and like who are the stars of these MGM musicals, it's like, oh, I want to do like what Judy Garland does. And it's everything. It's yeah. like, oh, she sings, she acts, she dances, she does, you know, all, all of that. It was kind of like, oh, well, I want to do that. And I want to entertain people. It was kind of, I didn't have a specific focus. I was very much like, oh, well, I, I love dancing. I took dance for 12 years. And, uh, you know, I could sing before I could talk, really. So it was all wow. kind of, it was all like written in the stars. It was like, oh. Do you, yeah. believe, do you believe that? Do you believe that, like, some people are... Because it is kind of wonderful to see um, the people in our circles, where they came from and what they were doing. I mean, as kids, you had Christmas presents with the drum set and like you had six-year-olds who were like interested in singing. And I was doing a monologue with over a Christian VHS, like, you know, there's like home video, but like I was into that and you were into that. So isn't it interesting though, that like fast forward 20 years, we're the people who just kept doing whatever we were doing as kids. And we, we were just intimately connected with this thing from a very early age. Like we knew, we knew from the moment and that's how you felt, huh? Mm -hmm. I totally knew. I totally knew from an early age. I was like, Oh yeah, this is it. I have no other skills. (laughs) Or at least you have other skills, but you don't want to implement them. This is where you want to work. Right. Right. That's where I want to work. I mean, like, could I be like a project manager? Maybe, but like, right. I'm no good on the computers. You know, I feel like. Isn't that good. funny how like, you know, Tom, you just mentioned that things in our childhood that we love or did, you know, at summer camps or whatever. And how many people did that? And then at one point we're like, all right, I need to grow up. <laughs> Maybe I go to right. business school or whatever. Yeah. And all of us were the to people buy who were like. Briefcase. Yeah. Were like, All of no. us were the people who were like, no, I want to keep 
entertaining and playing and make believe yeah. and yeah. So, so Michelle, we're, we we might be bypassing a very uh, kind of a, a uniform chapter and that's like the struggle out of high school to get into, you know, to get noticed, to get you, you booked right out of high school. I would love to hear about the events that transpired leading up to it, what happened during and where that sent you after. Can you jump into that? Sure. Uh, well, okay. Back up a couple okay. months from me graduating. Right. So I'm in New York and I'm rehearsing, or rehearsing, I'm uh, auditioning for colleges and uh, I'm staying with a friend who uh, is going to Marymount Manhattan. And I remember we're just like chilling in his dorm room and uh, who was it? Oh, it was, so he was going to school with Annalie Ashford at the time. And she was hanging out with us and we were all like on a rooftop, like doing whatever. And um, she was like, hey, there's like an open call for a hairspray on Monday. Are you still in town? You should totally go. And it's open, just open call for Tracy's, just Tracy's. And she was going to go for Penny. And I'm like, oh, we're so robbed of an Annalie Ashford Penny, by the way. But that's a whole other tangent. Okay. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so she told me to go. And I was like, well, shit. I don't have, I don't have like a resume. I don't have a headshot, but I was like, but I do know this show. Like She's going to book it. She's not prepared. Not prepared. She's going to book it. book it. But I mean, right. I totally was prepared in all other sense, other than like having the physical, like, here's all my stuff. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> made up a resume. <laughs> we just like blah, typed it up and uh, oh we, used, we used a senior picture. It was this big. No. <laughs> Wait, the, the podcast can't see, but it was like a senior picture, you know, with the velvet and they oh, put yeah. like a clock over the women or the tucks over the guys. It's horrible. And like the pearls, a little wallet like, picture. They, yeah. The little wallet picture. And they make you like hold a rose. Um, oh it was one God. of those. <laughs> yeah. Lovely I went, gal. I know. They lovely. were probably like, she has a great sense of humor. This is hysterical. Like, oh my God, <laughs> you know? So you're a comedy Good actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was like, I totally do comedy. Um, <laughs> I'm Look at this a, picture. She's going to be hilarious. <laughs> she's going to be so funny. Um, oh, she's serious. Oh, oh, she's, oh, 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 no. Um, and so I remember there was like every big girl in New York was there. It was very intimidating. There's like 300 people. Um, luckily, You're 18. I, yeah, me too. Luckily, I'd gotten it earlier. And like, here's me and my mom, like with our suitcases. It's like the day we're leaving. And I have an audition for Marymount that night before we go to the airport. So I was like, okay, well, we have to oh my go. God. And my mom, my mom, unbelievable woman. She was like, I completely support you. And but she's looking around the room and she's like, but I gotta go downstairs and like find a bar. I don't drink, but I gotta go go. I'm too, I'm too much. It's too much for me. And I was like, okay, mom, go, go, go. You know, you're not auditioning mom, right? I'm the one no, who's she was just okay, like cool. really stressed, <laughs> right, right. Out. Right. stressed out for me. She was like, do people I'm, do this I'm, every day? Right. And I was like, I was like, oh, I love it. And she's like, Ooh, too much stress. Gotta go. And I was like, okay, mom, I'll call you later when I'm done. And so driving, I'm driving. Bye. Bye. And, uh, I remember, uh, I don't know. I, I was earlier in the day. It must've been like 30th person or 50th person and every person before me had been very much in and out everyone's singing they're all like everybody they want the last 16 bars of good morning baltimore and that's it and i was like okay and so i went in i like have my like college audition outfit like on because i have to i'm like gotta go do all that stuff today um and so i'm cute i look great i go in i know it and obviously it's just Craig Burns behind the desk just by himself and the pianist in like a very small room. Like it was not big. Um, I want to say it was a Ripley Greer, but it might've been like at Pearl Studios. I can't remember. Um, but yeah, I went in and I sang Good Morning Baltimore and then Craig looked at me and he was like, okay, so do you know Welcome to the 60s? And I was like, do I know Welcome to the 60s? Hit it. I was like, you know, such a ham. And I like, oh, I like for sure did that. Um, and so, and then the pianist was like, Oh yeah. Like he just went with me, even though I was, I'm like, I'm not right on the room. Like, why did he listen to me? Who knows? 
this is my first day here, by the way. <laughs> like, you are like, just like killing it. I just I'm auditioning like, for college oh, after this. After right. this. Um, yeah. And so, and oh. then after that, he was like, okay, well, let's, let's do some scenes. Or, or he was like, okay, can you be here at callbacks there on Wednesday? And I was like, I leave to go back to Florida after my college audition tonight. He's like, you're what? And I was like, he's like, oh, oh. Like then he was looking at my like headshot resume and the picture and he was like, click, click, click. Okay, she's still- You're not a comedy actress. You're in high school. You're in high school. (laughs) Oh, like (laughs) the senior picture wasn't a joke. Oh, no. Um, And so then he was like, oh, okay, well, let's just do it now. So by this point, I've been there for like 10 minutes, right? Jesus. And now I'm doing like three scenes. I what he doesn't know is that I like did hairspray as my like senior like thesis, right? So I knew everything. I was oh off my gosh, book. I love this. So you you're in your fucking callback, and you're like, yeah. I don't need to see the pages. I'm off right. Well, book. he gives them to me, and I'm right. looking because he was like, oh, let's do this scene, and I was like, okay, let me see what scene he means. I'm like, oh, okay, and I was like, okay, Michelle, don't like pretend like you know everything but then it turned into like oh well, I, I'm, I don't, I'm not pretending I do know everything and so I was sure. like looking at it and I was like yeah then I just like did the scene at him but I had it in my hand but I wasn't looking at it so he was just like oh my god holy oh, god um right and so we did like a couple scenes and then he was like okay so I'm gonna call you next week and then we're gonna fly you up for finals is what he said to me in the room so you are a fucking high school student are you yeah. losing your mind? I mean, inside like I am, but there's also a big part of me that felt like, oh, I'm I'm where I'm supposed to be. Like yeah. there was this weird, odd calm that I had going in that I was like, I get oh, it. I know exactly what to do here. I was like, I know how to do this and I know how to do that. I'm 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 so interested in this because what I'm feeling is is and we've we visited this story many times and I know we're not even finished with it but do you feel like there was a force that was that was coming through that that was there years before when you were um, familiar with the text that was there because you know years before when you were when you were honing this this muscle did you feel like there was something behind that was just kind of making it all happen kind of effortlessly and organically and well i think that you know a lot of what does your say? if you stay ready you don't have to get ready yeah you know what i mean yeah and i think that by that point i was um i was in a place well especially with this like this was like my dream show i was a huge fan of the original john waters movie because i was a big john waters fan and i like too young of age, I probably saw all of this stuff. I was like, why did I like, yeah. like after after my grandmother was like, okay, we'll rent hairspray. And after we got that, I convinced her that all of John Waters stuff was just like hairspray. So I was like, let's nope. rent pink flamingos next. You know, nope. yeah. <laughs> tricked her. Um, so like, what the fuck? Well, she was watching. watching? Watching it with me. She was like, <laughs> in the kitchen. and I was like, okay. Um, <laughs> so I, you know, I felt very prepared for this moment. I was like, I feel like I, I know everything about this show. And I, and at the time I was like, I am Tracy. I am, I am this girl. I dance. I'm big. I'm bubbly. I want to be a star. Like lots of, you know, things were aligning. Serendipitous. So, a very yeah. serendipitous and how perfect. Yeah, it was. It was. Cause like, I didn't, you know, fly up to New York to audition for this. I it was for college. So I had no clue that this was gonna even be a part of my trip. And so the fact that this all happened in a short amount of time, I was like, huh, okay. Um, you know, it was like it, it didn't feel crazy or weird at the time. It felt very natural. And it felt mm-hmm. like, oh yeah. Oh yeah, I can do this. You know, I think that's even, that's when that's when like an unbelievable thing happens, but it's a believable situation. Yeah. And how easily it's all happening, you know that it's all happening for a reason because you're it just feels so comfortable and familiar and yeah. right. And yeah. Isn't that wow. absolutely wild really that like you left Florida and in your head you were like, All right, I'm done with high school. I'm going to go audition 
for college. Well, this and is like learn. This is like I'm still oh, in wow. school. Yeah. Like wow. and like, learn like, musical theater in college, so that one right. day I can go do this other thing that Four I really want to do. Now. Yeah, and when you're on this trip, you're already like talking with your dream show on Broadway, being like, "I'm going to call you in a week, and then we're going to fly." Like, oh my god, right. how so insane! It's really nuts because then, so, so he says, "All right, I'm going to call you this week, and then we're going to fly you up never finals." And in my head, I'm like huh? Okay. Wow. That just happened very quickly because I can't show up in two days for the callbacks. They're just going to fly me straight to finals. I was like, okay, great. Uh, (laughs) Sure. I'll be there. So I remember leaving the room and all these girls are just like shooting daggers at me. They're like, you've been in there longer than anyone has been in there. You said sure have been. Yeah. And I was like, I remember calling my mom like, Mom, I gotta go. We gotta get out of here. I feel like they're gonna jump me. I was like, we, we gotta go. And I remember I, we went to Marymount. I auditioned. I remember I was like, in my head, I was still riding high from the audition. And I was like, yeah, oh, yeah, let's yeah. go audition for college, I guess. Um, you know. Sorry, guys, if I can't attend, I might be on Broadway. Yeah, right. this is my safety option. Yeah, Just coming is- in real quick, right? And so then, you know, next week happens. I don't hear from, I don't hear from Craig Burns. And and I let another week go by. And then what does 18 year old Michelle do? She calls Bernie Delsey casting. Oh no. And she goes, <laughs> oh, God. I can't see my prop America, but I have a phone. Um, but I say, hi, hello. This is Michelle Dowdy calling for Craig Burns. And they're like, Oh sure. Hold please. And I'm like, who knew that you could just call and just ask for someone. And then they just like put you through. Uh, uh-huh. So then goes oh my god michelle thank you for calling me i'm so sorry i haven't called you i was like what i was like you don't have to apologize honey you're busy i'm sure and i'm and i'm like i got class in like i've been waiting (laughs) and he was like so the timeline has changed and blah 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 blah. instead of you know the meeting finals this week we may need it in like a month blah, blah 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 but he goes you're you're on the list as soon as something when this happens you'll be i will call you and you're going to fly up and we're going to make it happen and i and get you in the finals and i was like okay thanks so much blah, blah. i really thought it was a brush off but it was nice that like that that's the point when i was i said to myself okay well even if you go to college or you don't get in anywhere or you can't afford to go anywhere or anything happens the one thing you do know from this trip is that you can just go to New York and you can go audition. Like you can just go. No one's stopping you, but other people telling you, you have to go to college and you have to do this. And I was like, and we didn't have a lot of money. And I was like, okay, well I can, I'm still trying to get in colleges, trying to get scholarships, blah, blah. But it was just nice to know that I was like, well, I'm on the right path. If I can do this yeah. and this guy can says, gives me a callback and he's going to take me to finals, even though it might've been a brush off at this point, it's good to know that I'm like on the right track. And I can um, just call Telsey whenever I, whenever I yes. want. Like, Hey Craig, I'm moving to the city. Like, you know, Judy Henderson, please. Yes. I like, Jesus. could you imagine? Um, <laughs> Well, that so then I'd just like uh, to know where I'm at on uh, the conversations yeah, like, and those oh, actors yeah. listening in just to let you know, don't ever do that. Don't, no, don't ever do that. Do that. Ever the do only that. time that you can do that is the one time Michelle did that. And that's it. <laughs> <laughs> and I've already I think you got that. away with it. You were in high school and they were like, mm. oh, she's so precious. I think that's, how, <laughs> you know, but they would, I mean, obviously they had to be like Craig, some random girls on the phone for you. And he must have obviously known who I was like, Oh, right. Michelle, I got to call her. Like, and I, you know, yeah. put forth the initiative to get in touch with him. So I think he was like, Oh, Hey queen. I see. I see you. You let two weeks go by and then you called. Cause you're like, I'm waiting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, sorry, I was. Um, and I was just like too impatient to just like, let it slide. I was like, no, I'm going to call, I'm going to call him. It's, a, it's on the internet. You left your audition. I'll call you. He's like, wait, you. what? He's like, wait, what? No, (laughs) don't do that. Bye. Bye. Um, (laughs) And then, you know, three months later, here I am, like the week before I'm about to graduate, I get a phone call that says, hey, we're going to fly you up for the finals. And I said, oh, damn. Okay, you meant that. So the week of 
the, my graduation. Uh, they fly me up. I feel like, I don't know, it's on a Wednesday. That sounds right. On Wednesday, and there was like 100 girls. By Thursday, there was 30 girls. And then by Friday, there was 13 girls. And like, oh my God. we danced. We danced in the morning. And after we danced, and then when we came in, we like learned the dance from the dance captain, Rusty. And by the time we came back into the room, like the entire creative team was there. Like everyone, Mark, Scott, Jack, Jerry, Margot Lyon, like Lon Hoy, That's like the musical director. Sure. Yeah. And it's like, not only was there a piano in the room, like there was a drum kit. Like they gave us. We're serious. Yeah, we're serious. And I was like, oh shit. So I just remember being like, I'm about to do like Jerry Mitchell's choreography six feet away from Jerry Mitchell. <laughs> and I was like, I'm like, and I'll be, you got me fucked up if you think I'm going to mess up right now. Like, <laughs> and so I like was in the front and they went, they did us all together. And then they went like three by three and stuff. And they're, because we were seven, once they did the first cut, from 13 to seven, um, we were an odd number. And I remember I was in the first group when I went and I was in the front. And then by the time the second group came, they're like, Michelle, do you just want to do it again? And I was like, yeah, sure. And I just jumped in the front. I was like, let's go. But, go, 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 you know, and, and yeah. Yeah. And they, so I had to, it was the, so for that Friday was the day of my graduation and they knew that I told them that I was like, listen, guys, my flight is at two or like three or something. It was like early afternoon. And I had, and so I said to them, I mean, obviously if I'm going to get cut, I'm going to get cut. But if I continue, like, just know I have to leave by a certain point. So they knew that after we danced and they were like, okay, well then we got to get Michelle to go in first to do her songs and her scenes and stuff. So I go in, I do Baltimore. I sing, yeah, I sing Baltimore. I sing, I can do the bells. I do some scenes and then I sing welcome to the sixties and like, you know, just living, living, living mm. in it. And, uh, I remember Jerry saying, something to me like well you better go 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 and catch that plane honey and graduate and i was like okay bye this has been the best day see you later and like i left wow. <laughs> and then uh, they wow. i remember i'm gonna call you all monday to see how this went yeah this right, went. <laughs> right. <laughs> and uh, uh what did they say uh craig and betsy i think at the time were there and they like pulled me aside after i left the room and they were like so what are your plans for college and at this point I had gotten into Point Park um, and they had given me the most money. And I was like, well, I guess I'm going to go. And, and where is uh, that? I told you that? That's in uh, Pittsburgh. Okay. Got and it. it's a great program. I have a couple friends who went there and it's a, it's a big actually dance program. And I was like, mm. here's because I can dance and I can do musical theater. Like my dance can be my minor. And I was like, okay, that's, I love that idea mm. for me. Um, and then I said, yeah, I got in here and that's kind of the plan. And, and I said, but if I book this by college but things can <laughs> and change. they, and they, they laughed and they were like, okay, okay, cool. All right. They were like, you did so great today. We'll let you know. We'll call you soon, whether it's a yes or no and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, all right, gotta catch a plane. Like I had my help, my suitcase. I was, you know, I was like, I gotta go. And I was like, break a leg girls. So the other girls, like I was helping like the other girls dance. Like when we, they, when they put us away. You know, before when all the creative teams were coming in, like we were all in a room, like practicing and stuff. And they were like, hey, can, can someone count it off? And I was like, yeah, let's go, girls. Come on. Ready? Five, six, seven, eight, and one. You know, like I was turned into dance teacher teacher mode. So like I, I had met several girls where I was like, you're so cool. You're great. You're a little crazy. You're great. You know, like I had met some great gals. And I was like, well, break a leg, everybody. I got to go by. And they called me at the airport while I was boarding the plane. And they said, we want to offer you the standby on Broadway. And I was by myself. Oh. And so I'm just like, because I was on the phone with my mom, like telling her all, everything about it. And she was like, oh my God, Michelle, it's crazy. That was amazing. What an amazing day. And I was like, I was like, I don't, I don't think I got it. I don't know. But I think I did really well. And I didn't hear the, any, any other, anyone else sing. I heard no one else sing. I was first. So I was like, well, I'm setting some kind of bar. So I have to like do good. And I remember like a, like a new two on two calling me and i was like mom hold on a new york call new york is calling, calling. <laughs> new york is calling hold on mom 
And I remember telling her and I was like, what? And they said, yeah, we want to offer you the, uh, the standby on Broadway. They were so happy with you. They were so impressed. They were like, this girl is Tracy, blah, 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 blah. And so like, I'm just like crying and screaming by myself, boarding a plane. And yep. like this, I'm like, thank you. Like they're checking me. And I was like, thank you. And people are looking at me like, are you okay? And I was like, I just went Broadway. And they're like, what? And I was like, maybe I'm Broadway. <laughs> and like, oh. I flipped my my mom's on the phone. She's crying. She's screaming out the door. She's like, my grandma's going to be on Broadway. Like screaming out of her car and all this stuff. And, and oh so I'm just God. so, by the time I actually like sat down on the plane, I think I had called my boyfriend at the time who was in one of our like classrooms, one of our acting teacher's classrooms. And he was like, guys, guys, Michelle's calling. Michelle's calling. And I was like, I got it. I got it. I fucking got it. And then he was like, oh my God. And so by the time I like got flew home, like we had to go straight to my graduation. So, cause I went to a magnet school. So I had like, you know, normal, like walk, get your diploma bullshit. Right. But my real graduation was from my arts magnet, right. From my performing arts school. So that was the one I was going to that night. Mm. And so by the time I showed up to the theater that had it, like everyone knew, like it had just, like I called my mom, we need to go to a party city. I need to buy a boa, the biggest glasses we can find. And that's how I'm walking. (laughs) And that's how I'm entering. Yeah. But I had had to like change at the theater. She like brought me my dress and all this dress. And I was like one of the speakers. They like picked a couple kids to like, you know, speak, um, it's not like a valedictorian type of thing. It's like someone does the like meaningful speech. Someone does the funny speech. Someone that, you know, they try to like spread it amongst the seniors who are going to like speak well. Right. And so I was speaking at it. I was supposed to do the funny speech. Obviously I'm a comedian. Um, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and I remember. She's the one with the funny head chat. She's got that funny head chat. She's hilarious. Um, and they did like some bio, like to bring me up. They like someone read a little thing. Michelle has done this, this blah, 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 played whatever at school. And at the end of it, I don't know. And I wrote this, but I don't know when I wrote this. I have no idea when I wrote this bio. And then they said, oh, and her last line was like, and someday she'll want to play her dream role of Tracy Turnblad on Broadway. And the whole place just went, what? And then someday, yeah, like in August, like Jesus. in like in <laughs> so right. literally, like two weeks later, I moved to New York, and that was, and I started rehearsals. Wow. Working actors deserve affordable and convenient coaching. That's why we created Book It, America's fastest-growing one-on-one remote acting coach service, all from your device. We're not just coaches; we're working actors too. From Broadway and voiceover animation to TV, film, and commercial. Real actor coaching from real actors. Catered especially to you and your path. Anytime, anywhere. We're here to train you, to guide you, to prepare you, to book it. I, okay, the whole time I'm listening to this, yeah. in high school, <laughs> I would not have had any of the wherewithal to do any of what you just did like to be so young and be so fucking focused and ready for it as you were, which goes to show, you know, this serendipity of this story of you knew that show left, right and center. This wasn't a new, like, Oh, I just went to this audition that I didn't, you had known this show through and through. So I mean, it you came were kind of like, like I was a sophomore. So, mm-hmm. and I, and our, when, when it came out, I remember being like, oh, it's based off of one of my favorite movies of all time. I was like, this is for me. Like, it was very much like, oh, I'm going to so do this. Pre- yeah, your prep work. If anyone says that this happened in 15 minutes and your whole life changed, that's false. This happened over four years or however long yeah. this prep took. And, yeah. you know, like you said, uh, you know, success is opportunity meets readiness. Correct. If you jumped in and you were like kind of halfway new about the show and didn't have much, you wouldn't have had this confidence. And I also want to mention your youth during this time. A lot of us feel the same way. We had an episode with Jackie Burns and she said, I was so confident 18 to 24. I was on fire. Like I could do anything. And then something hits 
where like the society and the the craft and the business and everything kind of bogs you down. You yeah. get hit a little left, right, and center, and then you have a little less self esteem, a little less confidence. But something happened with you where you're like, I'm going to be up in front. Why not? Because everyone else is uh, no, because I, I used to do that, and I'm I don't know if I'm good. I should be in front. I should be in back. But you were just like, yeah, what the hell? So your your get up and go attitude coupled with the fact that you weren't desperately going for this thing because you had a high school headshot. You didn't really have a resume. You were leaving town. So desperation was out. You just yeah. intrigued them, I'm sure. And then, of course, you were so good. You were so goddamn good. And a, I love know, hearing the story. It's very much like <clears throat> I was completely prepared. And then yeah. and then I and then I just let it all go and just was myself. Yeah. And because and because being myself means go to the front of the dance class. I'm always the front in the dance class. Like even if I'm not going to be good, I'm always the one who learns the choreography quickly. I'm always the one in the front. I'm always the one that helps the teacher. Like these were just yeah. all things that like I was doing already and then yeah. I and I and then coupled with the source material that I know everything about, it, it was like, "Oh, confidence meets confidence and now I can just be joyous and happy because and being yourself I'm was being tracing exactly and yeah. i was like i am performing all of my the material that i know like the back of my hand and i'm doing it in the at the highest level i can in front of all the people who created it so i was like this is the best day of my life like if i can't be happy and it be in the moment right now then like i shouldn't be doing this right and it was very much like go in there because i definitely remember being like I'm nervous because I'm sure there's going to be girls there who are, you know, around, have been seen by them before. I'm like, you know, someone coming in with literally no professional experience, but I have lots of other experience. And so, you know, I was going in being like, I'm the underdog. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, it, and how many people walk up? How many people walk up to those halls and they see all the girls and they just, they have the reaction your mom had of, Oh God, it's, it's too real. I can't do, uh, nope. And they shut down and you were like, yes, like, I love <laughs> I've been that. waiting for this. Yes. Like, oh hey girls. Hey girls. I was, I really was. I was like, oh my God, hello. I love being here. <laughs> yeah. It, I think it was your, your energy and your character, the person who you are, Michelle, who is Michelle? She'll count them off. She showed her muscle. Like, like my right. favorite part was that you were in the front and then also helping people and five girls. And you had this like joy and non-competitiveness nature, which, you know, years into the business, you're not going to have that. You're going to be competitive. You're going to be a little more closed off. You can like focus on yourself. But you showed your muscle because that person who is in front and the person who does help and the person who helps the teacher, you did show that. So they also, they sh they saw how good you were, but also they showed one of your best attributes. And that is the person who's there to help the person who's there to like support. And, and I've always been, you that. showed that. I've yeah. always been that way. And even when you say, you know, we get older and a, a more competitiveness comes out. I've, I've, I don't know if I've ever felt that way. Um, I've always been kind of the person who will say other people's names in other, in other right. Like right. I'll always be the person who says, Hey, do you know her? You should call her because she'd be great for this. Or like, do you know, you know, I've always been that person even, yeah. Yeah. even to the detriment of maybe myself sometimes, but I, I, I know what I can do. I know my limits and I know the things I can bring to the table. And like, if you call me in for something or if a friend is working on a musical or working on a new show and they're like hey, i'd love for you to sing this part and i like listen to it and i go you know it's not really me and by me i mean it's not really my skill set <laughs> like you need this soprano and i'm like she's not gonna happen but i do know this person and this person who can yeah. do this for you like i've just kind of always been that way and i just feel like in this especially in this business because it is known for being so cutthroat and so like it's show business is hard and it's you know it's hard enough on all of us without the actors being even more competitive with each other. Like it's already hard enough with <laughs> crazy ass producers and casting and, you know, the process itself. Like why put any more stress mm -hmm. and more, um, you know, competitive and energy towards people that you don't need to do that. Like I'm confident enough in my abilities and what I can bring to the table that like helping you doesn't bother me. Right. Because you're comfortable yeah. with yourself, with right. your strengths 
and then you're aware of your limitations, a normal, a, a, a desperate actor will say, oh, that part, yeah, 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 I can do that part. Well, then right. you get put into this bad position where you actually can't, but because you're comfortable in who you are, you are, and you're so in acceptance that when you were 18 and you called two weeks later and they said, yeah, yeah, yeah. So about a month and you said to yourself, okay, probably not. That's okay. At least I know that I can go to New York. You had this acceptance built into your hardwiring. So when you go into an audition and I, I'm like you, Adam, you're like her as well. We've never been like, who's that? Like, I'm not going to tell the when I leave an audition, if there's something weird, I'm going to tell the person yeah. who's, who's coming in next. I'm like, by the way, they're only going to do like one and two. Like, right. cause I don't yeah. care. Cause I'm, I'm going to get this. I always or trip I'm, them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Poke them in the eye. I'm like, yeah. love your way. Yeah, help you win. Mm. Right. Well, that's how you should go about running your business as a friend, not an enemy. And you had that from the get go. And that's, we're, it's great that know. you still have it. Well, we're low. We're lonely little lowly little pawns on this mm. totem pole and you know with all this comeuppance with equity and everything that's happening it's it's hard for people to break that mentality of actors being a dime a dozen and it's like well if you're not going to say yes to this shitty ass contract don't worry there's some other person who's going to say yes to it and right. unfortunately it's true it because it's kind of really been ingrained in a lot of people and i think that happens probably like at college, which, Hey, I didn't do that. So lucky for me, I didn't get that <laughs> part of the brain. Um, but like, I think it's really ingrained that they're like, you have to do this, that, and the other, and you have to look out for yourself and you have to do this. Like, obviously you got to look out for yourself, but in a way that's not like detrimental to others. Like you can have self care and look at you and look at your skill set and be like, okay, well, I'm not the best side reader. I'm not the best like dancer, I'm not, you know, I'll work, let me work on the things that I'm not the best at. So I can help elevate myself to be prepared when the job comes. Hmm. I'm going to start calling casting directors. Adam, uh, don't. I mean, I mean. <laughs> Hi, it's Adam. I'm just checking in. It's, it's Adam again. Where yeah, you yeah, guys yeah. are <laughs> at in the it's decision. My manager's like, um, I've been getting calls. You've been calling casting you've directors. You've been calling casting directors? Is that something you've been doing? No, no, no. Um, so oh. Michelle, summer of leaving high school, you moved to New York and you start rehearsals. Yeah. What on earth was that whole experience well, like? It's, it's funny because they, they at first, once they told me I booked it, they said, okay, um, we're probably going to fly you up in like a month. And then you'll have like a month of rehearsals. And I was like, cool. Because usually people get like two weeks. And in my head, I thought, a month? I'm like off book already. Just like literally uh, time to go. You know, that's I'm what, ready to go. I'm like, I don't need a month. I don't need a month. I'm like, you, gotta, you literally got to point me where to go. Like someone got uh -huh. me a bootleg of this on VHS for like junior year, right? So Mm -hmm. I knew, I knew the show. I knew the blocking. I knew where I actually knew where to go, but I had to like, let someone tell me, you know? Um, so Michelle for this song downstage left, I know. Downstage left, I, I know. I've always been a quick study. So like for them yeah. to say that I have a month of rehearsals, they're going to, it's like, obviously it's for the lead. So they want me to do that. And they want me to have, to have me be rehearsed as like as much as possible. And I said, that's fair. Um, and at first I was going to be like, it was like a month, it was supposed to be like a month and a half later. So I was going to have like, okay, I'm like, I can have a little summer. I can like say bye to my friends. I can do this. And then they called me a week later and said, actually, you're going to come up next week and we're going to start. And I was like, oh, so move into New York. So they put me up in a hotel at the Hudson um, on 58th, which was great. Um, I loved it. And they're like, yeah, we're just going to put you up until you can find an apartment. And I was like, Great. Uh, and I was like, well, I, I don't have time to like go look at apartments because you're rehearsing me throughout the day. So I'm like, I don't know what I was supposed to do that, but okay. I was like, you guys got to give me a day off so I can go like look at apartments. Right. Um, and I remember uh, my friends who, my friend who I had stayed with at Marymount, he was living with some other friends from high school that are a little bit older than me. They were living on, on the east side somewhere because close to Marymount, right? And I was like, well, I want to be by the people that I know like by my people 
And so I was like, all right, well, I'll move to these sites. So they like were like, hey, I know this landlord that's like a couple doors down from us. They have an apartment open, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yay, great. So got an apartment. My best friend from high school was also moving to New York. He was like, I he because he'd gotten into college somewhere too. And he was like, no, I'm, let's just go. Let's just get out of here. And I was like, okay. And I was like, well, let me move, let me find this apartment, babe. And then once I've got it, just you'll move up when you're ready. So I think maybe like a couple weeks went by and I got the apartment and started being, yeah. <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> it was like instant go now. And, like, and tell us about, um, you know, we, we were spending a lot of time on this, but it is so important because there are so many elements that can be applied for anyone listening to future, future editions. Uh, so that's why I, I'm just, I want to stay with this for another moment, but uh, your your debut, your official debut when you, you went up, what was going through? I just love hearing about this. What was going through your head and your heart? How did that happen? Well, it was six months later because it, so uh, Shannon Durig, who she was the standby before me and she got bumped up when Carly left. Mm-hmm. So when she got bumped up, I became the new standby. So her first six months, she didn't call out like ever. And I'm like, I mean, I, I very much, I respect you. I totally respect that. But I'm also like, get Nancy here. I'm like, sit, you know, I'm doing understudy rehearsals at this point. By this point, I've put like two other people into the show because as the under, as the standby, you're the one that rehearses with the new people. Mm-hmm. Like that's so if during the day, if you're like, oh, I have to go rehearse with the new Velma or the new Motormouth for a couple hours or something like that. So me and Darlene Love joined the company at the same time, which was like, <gasps> you know, dreamy. I love her. Awesome. And, um, and so I didn't go on until six months later. And cause it was around Halloween, I remember. And, or the weekend of Halloween, I think. Um, and they, the producers finally said, Shannon, you gotta take the weekend off. Like, we just gotta see if she can do it. And you're like, I've been calling this whole time going, don't been, you just want a day off? Yeah. I'm like, babe, don't you just want to, are you just like tired? Mm-hmm. You, know, you don't want to. Cause I can do it. I can do it. I'm like, I'm ready. I'm ready to go. Um, so I finally went on and uh, I, a bunch of friends came. A bunch of people flew up. My mom. Did mom come? Yes. Yeah, mom, my mom, my godmother, everybody came. Uh, and like, so to pre, to, to give a little context about this moment was so the, the local paper in St. Pete, um, St. Pete times did like a six article, like spread about me, like hometown girl makes it big. Yeah. 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 And so it was like a six article, like series. And the last, the last one was when I went on. So like they started the series, like, months before this and then they were like well, this is the last piece of the puzzle you know and so like people were there from the times and they like took pictures of me and like blah 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 all those and i say the times i mean the saint pete times <laughs> <laughs> not the new york times um right. and i just remember being like I, my mom was in the dressing room with me and you know she's she's a nervous wreck and i would and i'm just sitting there like drinking my water, like doing my face. I was like, they taught me how to do my face. Someone came in and did my way stretching. And I was, and I was just like, felt it was weird. Cause I felt eerily like calm. I was like, I'm completely prepared. I'm yeah. ready to go. Like, let's go. At this point. I mean, for you, all of, I mean, just your audition process plus a month of learning everything plus all of these uh, put in rehearsals you're like and watching the show like every night what's to be nervous about like there there was nothing to be nervous about i was ready like more than ready over prepared right. like i know what's about to happen now i just get to go do it i get to go like have fun so i was i was very excited but it was an eerie calm because everybody was like oh my god are you so nervous and i was like no i'm like everybody I'm, else I'm needs to chill out <laughs> Everyone needs to chill because I'm I'm gonna be fine. I could have done this the after two weeks of rehearsal. Like you're I, like, how are you doing? Yeah, are you okay? Like, <laughs> I, mom, I let's check in. Mom, uh, I don't know why you're nervous, mom. She's down at the bar. Yeah, 
Yeah. Not and like, drinking. she just not drinking. I was like, she doesn't drink. And she's like, I need a shot. You know, <laughs> she's like, like so. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Um, and after, after going on that weekend, then it became more regular. Then she was like, okay, yeah. I can call out now. Because she'd uh, like already done it now. And so then I went on like, I don't know, over 400 times probably in like three years. <laughs> wow. No way. Yeah. That's awesome. And, and, and then as, as you're pushing through um, the finality of your time there and as the years go on, I know we're kind of jumping, but w- what, what was your career kind of like timeline wise as things progressed? Well, I mean, when Hairspray closed, I was for sure, I was definitely depressed. And I went through what you were talking about earlier that Jackie Burns was saying when you're like, you lose your self-confidence, you lose yourself. I totally went through that. Um, I was like 21 at this point, or I just turned 21. Weathered. Um, so, wet. <laughs> 21. 21. I'm old now. With years in this business. Right. You don't know what I've and, seen. I used to call <laughs> Telsey back in the day. I'd call him. <laughs> I'd call them myself. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and you know, and which, like Jackie said, you know, everyone goes through it, and I was definitely going through it at that point, where I was just like, I'm so not motivated to audition, so not motivated to do any of the things that I was totally happy about doing when I first got here, you know. Um, so it was very much like a, at least a good year of just depression. Yeah. That probably sounds right. Um, and, uh, it was good. Then when I did, I went, I went back home to Florida and I did some shows with some friends. They were like, Oh, Hey, we're going to do this like circus show. We're going to do this like burlesque show. And I was like, yeah, let's do it. I want to do it. Like I hadn't felt creative at all. And not, and I hadn't felt creative in a way that I wanted to be creative. I was like, just not in a <laughs> good place. Good so place, yeah. I, I not yeah. a good place. I was like, no, nah, well, I don't want to do it. I'll just, you know, smoke weed and read Harry Potter again. <laughs> the life, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so, but then once I started like doing other shows, um, and feeling like part of something again with and a lot of my friends helped me do that. You know, it, I definitely felt like, okay, I'm back. I can audition again. I can do these things again. And like, I hadn't, I wasn't booking there for a long time because I was like very much cons- too concerned about what people behind the table were thinking of me. And I was too, and put way too much pressure mentally, I think on myself um, and it wasn't until I like let go of all of that or I was like, oh, oh, I don't care about any of them. Like, let me just go in and like do what I do. And then once I, you know, dropped that and I was doing what I wanted to do, I was booking stuff. So, um, but there was many years where I was, you know, work, had a retail job. I worked plenty of jobs, uh, worked at Bubba Gump Shrimp Company. In Times Square. <laughs> what a horrible time that was. Oh, God bless you. <laughs> oh. The worst. Because, you know, usually people are like, oh, I had all these shitty, shitty ass jobs. And then I booked Broadway. Mine was the opposite. Opposite, right. There's like, nothing I, like. No, there's nothing like. There's nothing more humbling than bringing hush puppies to a table and them saying, hey, I thought, I think I saw you on Broadway. And then be like, not me gotta go and like leave i know i get <laughs> it all the time, the time. I look just like her <laughs> i was like oh she's big and has a big personality she i think she was on broadway yeah no shit must, she must um, <laughs> you know that, so that is a, that is another test gotta go <laughs> yeah well that that that's something that's just one of the elements they don't tell you in acting school is like oh you're gonna have to get humble yeah. quick if you want to survive uh, if you don't you can go back home but you know, you're gonna have to eat your dinner over a trash can while you're heading off to, to you know, do your tables or whatever, right. while you all know, of your friends are working, you know, and you cry, have to be okay with that. Cry in the walk-in. Oh, big. I love a good walk-in cry. I love a nice walk-in cool. cry on, oh, like, yeah. you know, a holiday. 
where everyone's out and everyone's being a shit ass person and you're just like, oh. hey, why am I here? You know. Well, it's it's that. really too it's waiting on tourists that they yeah, they really get you, you know, and they do want to help you. Yes, <laughs> they do, man. Yes, fucking they do. hell. I know. Oh, God and, bless you. Know, you. That, that has made me even more resilient yep. in my old age and uh, <laughs> has made me uh, definitely more aware of how to, you know, be good to myself and how to survive. And many years of hustling and I've always, I'm always the hustler. It's like, all right. You're going to go do an off-Broadway show four times a week, but you're also going to work at Don't Tell Mamas three times a week. And then after said show, you're going to go like do a gig at a drag club for, you know, for three hours, you just belting for three hours and you're going to make a couple hundred bucks. And like, that's rent, babe. You know, you, you learned how to survive and you learned how to hustle. <laughs> you, you're, you're, you you're the epitome of what every actor should have as far as the, the bullet points of character and determination and persistence, confidence, self-worth and all this stuff. And, and you had a, a, that kind of already planted, but then again, through this craft, we sort of um, experience those rites of passage to those places of acceptance of self-love and all that stuff through the struggle. And yeah. that's what's great for me about acting is that it's not about the performing, it's about this journey of, of growth through art and yeah. the struggle of it and um, the passages that we have to endure. And it mm -hmm. sounds like you had so much beginning, but then again, even in the struggle and in the, the your tenure, you got even more of a leaner version of your of who you are. And I just I just respect you so much. And there are a lot of people who are thinking about this business and what it takes to get through it. And um, is it possible for me? Do I deserve to be here? All that stuff. What would you say to someone who's kind of toying with that notion of following in your footsteps? I mean, I think if it's truly your, your passion and your, um, your drive is to do this and to be in this business and you can't imagine doing anything else and you can't see yourself anywhere else, but here doing exactly this, then you're where you're supposed to be and that's the right place you want to be. Um, if you do have other skill sets that you're really good at like and excel project at, management? yeah, like project managing or uh, <laughs> anything else, then I suggest you do it because this is a hard, hard business. And uh, people forget about the business side. They're like, Ooh, it's show business. And so you have, you forget that like you're going to have it's our, our entire business is based on rejection. So it's like, if you don't have enough wherewithal to accept that you're going to get a bunch of no's before you get a yes, like it's, it's just what's going to happen. Like my, the, my story is very much luck, stars aligning, right place, right time, you know, and completely being prepared. It's several different things that aligned up together to make that happen. For me. And like, that doesn't happen. You know, that's it's I'm extremely, you know, happy and blessed that I got to do that. But that doesn't happen a lot <laughs> in the real world. So you have to be prepared, you know, and if you can see yourself doing anything else, I would do it. But it's because it's hard. It's going to be hard on your 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 mind and your body and your soul. And it's going to take every inch of everything you've got to make it. And if you don't have that drive to give everything you have every single time, then like, I don't know if it's for you, you know, yeah. but to say like, I, I'm a good example of someone who didn't have to go to college. I got lucky. Um, some people really thrive in college. Some people need to go to college because they were like doing things in high school or they had no idea what they were doing. And they're like, oh, well, I need to go to college, like figure it out. I suggest all those things are good, um, but everybody's path is different. So to say you, you know, I had some teachers, I remember being like, oh yeah, you have to go to college. Uh, no one's, that's how you'll get your showcase. That's the way you're going to get in. Nobody's going to see you unless you showcase at, from a prestigious college. And like, none of these casting directors or agents are going to see you unless you are doing that. And I was like, like I'm just going to call Tulsi. <laughs> <laughs> it's called a phone. 
yeah, hello. They, they have plenty of them. Like, uh, your, your story is a very picture perfect um, kind of a metaphor on, on acting. And, you know, you're, you're heading this direction and you're, you're prepared for over here. And then boom, there's a veer and you had to be ready for anything. And I don't mean have the headshot and resume. No. You didn't, ha- you didn't essentially have that. have be ready for that experience yeah. emotionally, uh, uh, artistically and, mm-hmm. and physically. And you were ready for that, but that is, that's how it happens all the time. And, yeah. you know, my debut came from going into a completely different audition and then PR said, Oh, can you pop over here real quick and say this line? Boom. TV gig. Right. I didn't expect that at all. Yeah. But right. the idea that you have to be prepared to have that path veer and your story is just this perfect example of like just how crazy this business can be if you're and just how successful you can be if you're just always ready, you know? Yeah. You just have to, I mean, it's a lot about knowing yourself and being completely honest with yourself. Like you got to look at the mirror and be like, hey, hey, Queen, I see you. I see all the things you do. Um, there's some stuff that you're like, mm, you should work on, but I'm looking at you and I know we're going to get through it. You know, you have to be completely self-aware I think and the ones who aren't and don't uh who don't like take all the things about themselves and like really put it through a lens of like trying to get a job and trying to work in this business I feel like some of those people are more work inner work to do I think I was just lucky enough that I grew up with a mom who was constantly like, you can do anything you want. You're beautiful. No matter what weight you are, you can do, you know, you're a star. You can do whatever you want. So I had lots of support emotionally um, and mentally, which helped my own self-worth. And I feel like a lot of actors go into acting because they want to try to find themselves because there's a piece of them that they want to try to dig in to get at all the inner good stuff that, you know, that the high school and college all put all these things upon you when, you know, a lot of them are trying to just break you apart and then put you back together again, but they're trying to break you apart to get to that inner good stuff. So all the breaking you down and all of that, you know, several different colleges have lots of different methods. Um, but I think that when the whole purpose of trying to break you down is so you can be self-aware enough to know where you stand and what you need to fix and what are your strengths and play to those. And, you know, I think uh, it's a lot about being open and honest with yourself. Well said. Now, um, what's happening in the near future? Anything that... Um we can look forward to seeing you in remote in person or otherwise. I'm going to be on fire Island. A lot of Mondays hosting for Ben Cameron at Broadway sessions on the beach. So I'll be there July 12th and 19th and August 2nd and 30th. And then we're also going to do our, our Broadway review show that we've been doing. We're going to do it um, in St. Pete in my hometown uh, the first weekend of August. So, Oh, I hope you get a write up in the times. <laughs> I hope so. They better go. Hometown girl comes back. You know, <laughs> <laughs> the return, the mighty the return. return. Michelle. It's a return. <laughs> it's Michelle, where can people happen. where can people find you online? They can find me on pretty much every social media platform at Howdy Miss Dowdy. Love that. Sweet. How and cute is that? <laughs> Well, um, I'll, I'll tell you a fun story about why my my um my thing used to be BSM Dowdy because I went I went home and I did a show like while I was doing hairspray we did the wild party uh, Lipa's the wild party for like a benefit for this uh, theater that we had all worked at as kids and it was like our big community theater there and uh, on the poster. <laughs> It said featuring because I wasn't like the lead. I was like one another girl because I was only there for like two rehearsals and then the show. Um, so it said featuring Broadway sensation Michelle Dowdy. Yeah. So now, so now that's just become like my brand. Now when people introduce me, they it, it was a joke, and I was like surprised by it. And I always thought it was a funny joke. 
Um, but then it kind of became <laughs> brand. So now people just like when they introduce me for things, they're like Broadway sensation, which is fantastic. So now they've now I've just embraced it. How funny. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Broadway <laughs> sensation Michelle Dowdy. Michelle Dowdy. Thanks for coming on. What a oh, thank you so much. It was so much fun. This is uh, so much have fun. A, have a wonderful summer and um I can't wait to tune in. I'm I'm I have your music already like sync up the download and i've been listening to it this morning so um you're you're amazing i, I admire you so much yeah done thank you so much michelle thank you guys so much this was so much fun Mwah. see you soon i'm michelle ah love her <laughs> that what was one of my favorite chats that was one of my favorites because we saw it like an in-depth look at what happened and what she did and what she implemented and what she had in her and what she did to grow. And like, man, that was really great. That was awesome. What a story though. Like yeah. got just left. You're on the plane. Yeah. You're walking on, you get the call, you know, senior year of high school, you got it. Like how mind blowing is that? It's just, it's something you'll never forget. I mean, just the, serendipitous nature of how everything happened and and she was ready had she not put in that work i mean her four years in high school was equal to my first four years out of, out of college in terms of like the amount of time that she spent uh honing and watching and learning i mean she was ready she was given that opportunity because she was ready for it i don't yeah. know anybody who worked that hard in high school and was that ready for anything i mean she deserved it all and De her destiny knew that and she was supposed to see that girl who told her hey head to this open call that happened to do you know we've how many interviews we've had where that has happened where it's just a friend said hey you should go boom booked yep. so crazy uh, what a great chat i i love michelle i've known her for years and she's just um a ray of fucking sunshine <laughs> she really is yeah, yeah. so lots cool of light. so humble yeah, lots yeah. of good energy Ah, uh, that was a good one. Yeah, finally we had a good one, huh? No, um, <laughs> yeah, that was good. That was really, really good. I needed that. I needed that today. All right, Adam, you want to take us out? All righty. Everyone, thank you so much again for listening. You can find out more about Book It and Before the Break at bookitnyc.com and on Instagram at Before the Break Pod and Book It underscore NYC. You can check out all of Tommy's stuff at tommybeardmore.com and you can follow him at Tommy Beyond. You can check out all of my stuff at adamdecarlo.com and you can follow me at that Adam DeCarlo. Don't forget to hit subscribe, leave a rating, and write a review if you like what you hear. If you like what you hear. <laughs> and uh thank you so much everybody for tuning in and we will see you on another episode of before the break bye tommy bye adam i love you bye bye You've been listening to Before the Break. The hosts are Tommy Beardmore and Adam DiCarlo. Cover art by Amanda June Boucher. Music by Benjamin Sterley. Before the Break is recorded live from Los Angeles and New York City.